Hello and welcome to the Conscious Citizens Podcast. Today's episode is a little different with Yulia and myself taking the hot seat. We wanted to share with you all the details regarding our unprecedented friendship and give insight behind the evolution and foundation of Conscious Citizen. We hope you enjoy. My name is Robin and I'm a friend of Maria and Yulia, the founders of the sustainable brand Conscious Citizen. And it is an absolute honour to join them for today's episode of getting to know them and delving into how they first become friends, which is a very interesting story. We'll be getting to know a bit more about the brand, their goals and aspirations. Okay, so... My first question, <laughs> which I've been dying to ask you both oh now God. that I have you both in the same room, and I'm sure the listeners will be keen to hear how you guys first became friends. Right. Um, well, we first became friends what, in the summer of 2020. Summer of 2020, yeah. yeah. Um, was it June? I think Ju- it was June. We were just allowed to start like getting coffee and going out for walks with other people. Yeah. yeah. So COVID hit that March. And then during that time, Yulia had started a making bead bracelets and selling them for a charity. Yeah. And I caught that on my Instagram. And I obviously knew through mutual friends who Yulia was. And slid into her DMs asking for some bracelets. <laughs> so, Marie, it was you that reached out to Yulia. Yes, I did. First. Yes. Okay. So, by you say you knew Yulia, like yeah. how did you know of Yulia? Well, I knew of Yulia because she is my husband's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. <laughs> you say it. It's a little smirk. <laughs> Here. We yeah. are. We are absolutely all friends. Probably best of friends. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Yulia, how was your reaction to Maria reaching out? Do you know what? I mean, it's strange because I remember it. I remember her name popping up in like my Instagram notifications as like has sent you a message, however it comes up. And the first thing, obviously, like I, I reacted the first thing was like this is weird, like, what is this going to be? Like, I don't really know, but like, <laughs> what is she going to say? What am I going to, like, I, I'm too scared to open it. And then I opened your message and it was like, just a general like, hi, and that you'd seen the, that you'd seen the bracelets and like, loved what I was doing. And you wanted to get a few, like with the girls' names, um, Maria's got two girls. Um, and I don't, I did have the thought process, like all, all the thoughts did go through my head. Like, what do I do with this? Like it, I mean, for about 30 seconds, like I was like, do I respond? Do I not respond? Do I do it? Do I not do it? And then I was like, wait, hang on a minute. Why wouldn't I, like, why wouldn't I respond? Like, why wouldn't I do this? Um, or why wouldn't we talk? So I think the thoughts, it definitely paused me for a minute, but then I was like, okay, this is fine. Like, I'm, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't I do this? There's nothing. We're all adults. We're here. all adults. Yeah. There's also nothing. Look, like, what, how long have you and Matt been together now? Like, mm. Seven or eight seven, years. Yeah, like yeah. we've broken up longer than that. Seven or eight years. We've been broken up seven or eight years. I think um, that's what they probably should know is there was absolutely an overlap. So that's why it is. It's not like you're just an ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and that's why I guess was the initial like, okay, what the hell, what is this yeah. going to be? And like it was the initial pause. So 
So just to make it clear, yeah, <laughs> for our listeners. <laughs> so there was an overlap with Yulia's relationship with your partner and your relationship with essentially yeah, my partner. Yulia's your partner. Yes. 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 Well, yes. Yes. Yeah, there was a little bit of an overlap. And I mean, but. And the person that didn't know was Yulia. So she, if anything, is probably the, like, I don't know how you say it, but, like, the respectful one in saying that, like, wow, she got over a lot and forgave Matt and I for what we did in her relationship. And the one who would feel probably most uncomfortable about receiving a message exactly. from you and yeah. responding and yeah. where it's going to go from there. Look, I think when I received that that message, I... It'd been seven or eight years, like, we've all moved on, like, you guys are married, you have a family, you know, it's mm. it's clear that you were, you know, that you love each other, you were meant to be together, like, we've all moved past that, and also, like, I don't, you know, obviously at the beginning, when everything happened, I think, I like, I was hurt, like, of course I was, yeah, I'm not going to say that I wasn't, but now I don't feel any of that at all, so, like, why would I have, in my head, I was like, okay, why am I going to hold on to feelings that I don't feel and in turn make all of our lives more awkward and difficult by not responding to this. There was like, there's just no need for it. Yeah. And I think initially too, when I, and I don't think we planned to become best friends. No, we we didn't. And I, when I messaged her, not only just to get the bracelets, um, we started like our chats didn't stop. Like we just kept going on. Um, talking and I kept saying I felt like I was dating Maria yeah we'd be like talking late at night like an all day long (laughs) (laughs) felt like we were like first talking and and the combo yeah (laughs) with a with a question just so she'd have to respond back but like we kind of from initially like I said my piece with it like apologizing woman to woman and then she was like you know honestly I've no bad blood against Matt like I look at him as a friend and then that was it but we and we genuinely connected as friends and that was a genuine thing for me as well because I don't know I think for me it was a very like probably humbling situation like I lived in my own little bubble world of like I guess the person that I was at the time which is a very much evolved version of that now and I think that entire situation for me was like oh like okay let's like come back down to earth so I can reflect on I don't I don't just blame like him mm. like Matt for the for the situation like I can be reflective enough to say okay like I had a part to play in this and if we were the right people to be with each other this wouldn't have happened yeah and how did you go from you know just talking about bracelets to then becoming friends and then becoming business partners and creating a brand together oh my god I don't even know no we we for the first few weeks I think we just you, when you came to collect the bracelets you bought me coffee and we went for a walk um I think when you're when Ruby was just born but so yeah Ruby yeah. was little she was probably like not even six months yet. yeah she was really little yeah and then we just kept we just kept we really just kept talking um and then we like we met up again for another coffee we then we have a lot I think what we found and why I think we connected so well is that we actually have a lot of similar views and outlooks on life and a lot of very similar beliefs as well so we bonded a lot over over that um 
we just had a lot in common. Yeah. And honestly, it was one of those things where it was so, I don't know, serendipitous. Yeah. With where our conversations led to and the timings aligned with what was happening in my life. I was, Ruby was young and I was home with her and needed like more maybe intelligent stimulation as opposed to just like more adult conversation. More adult conversation. Yeah. But that led to, and Yuli was like, I want to make a brand. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, in one of our conversations, we were talking about work and you were saying this and I was like, do you know what? This I keep coming back to this because at the start of lockdown, I mean, I've always wanted to do something. At the start of lockdown, and this is going to sound like ridiculous to some people I'm sure but I had a dream that I had this brand I mean not in its form that it is now and I the name wasn't in it or anything like that but I had a dream that I had a brand and in my dream I was looking at fabric samples and I was like freaking out that they weren't soft enough or whatever but in it was something along the lines of that but the brand was already in my dream like a big thing and I woke up from that and it was such a real, it was such a real dream. I woke up from that almost like, you know, when you wake up from a dream and it seems so like real, you're like, oh, that's a shame. If it's a good dream, obviously. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, oh, that was just a dream. Like, what a shame. And I just kept, th- but that was back at the start of lockdown and it just kept like coming back to me. I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. But at the same time, I was working and obviously never really took the, any f- further steps on my own. Apart from I did some research on um, like manufacturers and stuff, but that was kind of a, that was really about it. And when me and Maria were having that conversation, I said, do you know what? I really want to do this. Like I had a dream and this is what I wanted to do. I knew that I needed somebody with Maria's type of brain to do this with me to make it work. Like I'm very much like, I guess I'm I'm quite creative. I... I like I see a lot. I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do. She has this the is vision. What I do. She's Steve Jobs. I'm Steve Wozniak. <laughs> She's a Steve to my Steve. Yeah. Um, like I'm like, this is what I want to do. But sometimes I get very, I guess, caught up in like the top end vision, and I need it to be like perfect. And I have maybe some elements of like self doubt in actually the steps of getting there, and like, and also just all of the operational parts. I think my brain. I can do it, but I have to really force myself and sit down to, like, think in a very, like, operational way. Whereas the creative part, I can, like, run away with everything and you, you'll get that from me. So I'll be like, okay, this is what I want to do. And Maria's like, okay, this is what we need to do to do this. Yeah. yeah. Just so, start getting So I knew I needed her brain. And actually, I think I first spoke to for it, like, for advice, really. Yeah, so she, I yeah. had some past experience with all of this. Yes, because you owned... Maria had a brand. And I had a brand, brand. Yeah. yeah, and I had sold that brand just before having Ruby, um, because my I was just going to focus on that and like enjoying maternity leave, whatnot, and then the COVID hit. The COVID. <laughs> the COVID. The, the pandemic COVID. happened, so <laughs> that like changed things a bit more, and I was at home a lot with my children, which I love dearly. But again, I also realized how much I enjoyed working. But that really wasn't, so Yulia was like, oh, and, you know, I had this dream, I wanted to start a brand. I said, that's cool, like, I'll put you in contact with some suppliers that I know. Mm-hmm. And um, then we just kept talking more about it. And I was like, well, if you want to do it with, some, like, I think you mentioned you want to yeah. do it with someone. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just do it. <laughs> I was like, why not? And then I was like, that's the answer I was looking for, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
planted the seed. Planted the seed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was her idea. Oh, why so, not? Yeah. It's just me and Ruby at home. Milo yeah. was back at school. I was like, mm, just sitting yeah. here bored. Okay. <laughs> and then it just went from there. Like suddenly we. But I think what's um, really amazing about it is that we. So we don't really know each other that well at this point I mean we're only like four months into our friendship we knew of each other's work experience but we didn't know like how well we'd actually Mm -hmm. work together like our personalities marry so well together in and we really took a natural almost like job roles within the brand obviously like we both look at everything we both sign off on everything but it very naturally was like okay Maria handles like this part I handle this part and we both like agree on stuff together yeah Yeah. and Yulia what's your background because you're in the fashion world anyway (laughs) I am indeed so I my background is in like luxury personal shopping and styling when I first started work I actually started on more of like an editorial side I worked for magazines and then decided that I didn't love doing that anymore and wanted to work more with people um and at the time uh, a friend uh, like a friend not not even a friend to be honest with like an acquaintance a friend of a friend um was she was a buyer um at a big um my god like retailer and she was like well we've got a personal shopping department if you want to do this I was like oh what a great like first step in the door so I went and applied for the job got an assisting role um got thrown in the deep end straight away which allowed me very fortunately to progress pretty quickly in that role um and then I after a couple of years there I moved to the company that I'm at now um which is which is where I've been well with a break but which is where I've been like for six six years seven years maybe you both have interestingly both have kind of like a fashion buying designing kind of background Mm -hmm. Mm. um so what were the first steps that you guys did in making sure that it was a sustainable brand because that's what you guys want to do. You want wanted to create a sustainable brand, right? Yeah. Was that from the get-go? It was from the get-go. Well, actually, yeah. our first idea, when I was talking about this to Maria, I very much, even though I knew you had the brand and, you know, my background is in, in fashion, I very much was like, okay, I'm not a designer. I don't have the technical capabilities to be a designer to start my own brand. Why don't we... And at the time when I was kind of doing research, I couldn't find... There are a lot of sustainable brands out there, but I don't think they're that easy to find. There's nowhere that has done all the work for you to say, okay, these are all the brands that you can shop that are they and they are sustainable. Like we've done all all of the like we've done all the work for you. So our first idea was to to create a marketplace purely for sustainable brands. Yeah, but we, we kept coming back to the idea of own brand even well, within that. Yeah, I think you were very adamant. Like yeah. we were we knew there was a space for the marketplace for sustainable brands um, in terms of activewear more so. I think we were looking for leggings activewear, and stuff loungewear, like loungewear. Um, but then also just like wardrobe staples, I guess, as well. Yeah. yeah. And she, in, so I started kind of like getting those things in place to set up the marketplace. But Yuli was like, but we need, still need to have our own brand on yeah. there. I was like, that's fine. We'll still have our own brand on there. <laughs> and then, like, as we, you know, start, like, digging more into the research of building a marketplace, it's extremely expensive. So we're like, right, why don't we start with our own yeah. brand? 
and, and then we can control like we we had then the control of how small or big we wanted to we wanted to go really yeah, yeah but I think like I say I had a previous brand but that was very much um a small part of my career so my career in the states was in surgical sales but what we found was I think the common ground of like helping people mm-hmm. is what we really liked and what we noticed within the market at the time was there wasn't much positivity around sustainability mm-hmm. in fashion so that's what we wanted to bring to people and kind of create like a space that uplifted yeah. everyone everything seemed very like all or nothing so you either got you know praised for being everything like you know vegan only shopping vintage not buying anything new or you know only shopping with sustainable brands or it was okay for you to you know only be kind of the other way so but the people in between let's but that part in between I found was very much missing like that and there's so much in like the element of trying right um and I found that all of the information out there was just very extreme so if you you were either doing it all and if you got it wrong you were essentially cancelled or people were just okay with you not even trying at all and for me that kind of didn't sit right because understanding I, I work within a really like quite big dynamic team and understanding the power of teamwork you know how far you can get all together towards towards something so it's like okay if more people actually were in that middle ground we'd probably be a lot further in in yeah, this just space making one small yeah. change in your life opposed to like having to make a 360 think, change you know because the information was so i guess strong there are a lot of people that are like okay well if it's not realistic for me to you know do all these things that make me a conscious person or someone that lives their life fully sustainably I'm not going to try at all because it's not realistic for me to hit all these things. Whereas actually you're better off making small changes in your life and throughout your lifestyle um, than not trying at all. Mm. Um, And I think that was the real message that we wanted to get across with our brand. Like, yes, everything, you know, we did a lot of research when it came to fabrics, you know, all of the labels, all of the tags, like packaging, everything that we use and all of the materials that we use are very much conscious materials and sustainable materials but you know our byline is like progress not perfection and that's the message that we really wanted to get across with it that it's like take the steps and make the changes that you can make to live a more conscious life rather than thinking you've got to change and turn your life upside down to be considered Accepted. Accepted, yeah, Yeah. to be accepted, basically, yeah. Do you think you'll be penalised for making any wrong decisions? You know, because you're trying to get sustainable fabrics, sustainable trims, sustainable packaging. Are you worried that your audience is going to be carefully watching the brand, making sure that all of this is sustainable and watching you as creators of the brand? Because, like you say, it's so hard to be sustainable, you know, recycle and do all of that yourself. I know you're making a small change now by creating a brand that is, but it's, sometimes I think it's hard because I think people will look at you and go, well, is your life, 
completely mm. but that's a valid point i don't think either like neither of us claim to be you know a hundred percent experts no. on sustainability and we're both learning along the way as well um and as the brand evolves like we evolve personally from that point of view but what we really wanted to do with it is make the ability to become conscious accessible to and people i think that's why we called it conscious like because that we were playing with names at first or saying like a sustainable lifestyle brand but we wanted to make sure we said conscious because it's more about the awareness of what you're doing and what actions you're taking but even if you think about it like in general what there's nothing that is a hundred percent sustainable even no. as a yeah. brand in itself, like, okay, consumerism, like, we don't need to be creating more clothing or, like, we don't, you know, consumerism in itself, like, is not sustainable, r- realistically. So nothing is 100% sustainable, but what you can buy into is a better product that you love, that is better quality, that is going to last you for a long time, that you that you rewear, that you can wear in many different ways. And that's already, like, step one. But in even to, like, because... I did contemplate this a lot when, because we're, even in general, like sustainability is a big thing. People are saying you need to be, you know, more eco-friendly, right? But then we're trying to sell our clothing. Yeah. But hopefully that item that they're buying, they're buying for a reason. So that's why we have our four pillars mm-hmm. uh, for the brand um, to kind of like help you go through that whole conscious shopping and i would say i'm probably like the guinea pig for our brand because since starting it i've really like toned down on my shopping but also become like super aware of fabrics and like where my clothes come where they come from what they're made of and the difference of the quality in that and the longevity of those items as well Mm -hmm. so i think just even by like we say taking that like making that little change of consume what you're buying has so much power in the long run Mm -hmm. and then if everyone's doing that together because you're not like if anything consumers are like the voice of what happens Mm -hmm. so like if you say you say you walk into a a supermarket and be like oh do you have organic chicken say they don't okay well that person working at the supermarket is then going to go tell their manager, this this customer asked for organic chicken. Then that, you know, it, it goes up the line. So then we're creating that demand. So if we want organic products or recycle, like using recycled material, we need that demand from the consumer. Mm-hmm. So it all starts with us on the floor here. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely more popular now mm-hmm. than it ever was, which is a good thing. Um, and there's definitely more brands on the market that are mm-hmm. trying to be yeah. more sustainable. Even brands that, you know, aren't sustainable, they're having a section that is yeah, sustainable. Yeah, and you know what? So I, th- I think that's great. Uh, thinking about yeah. it. And our whole well, thing is to, yeah, steps. Yeah. is being, like, transparent. So what, like, what I think, too, a big thing for us is that we're completely transparent with what we do. And we do, from start to finish use like all of our labels our packaging our fabrics come from sustainable materials are there ways where we can improve 100 percent? but like again we'll be transparent with that yeah and is it more expensive to source those products so expensive (laughs) yeah okay so expensive but do you know what particularly when it, I think our biggest struggle was packaging right yeah packaging yeah. is really expensive that was really hard for us to find the right thing where we were happy with it being recycled 
and biodegradable, recyclable. Mm. Like we were happy with all of that, but at the same time, happy with what the packaging looked like and you know, happy with the cost. When we but, were and things. too, like, we wanted to make sure our brand was accessible yeah. because we, we really, uh, one of the biggest things was that the positive message around sustainability and the power of trying and the other part was making sustainability accessible to people because I think a lot of people feel like it's not accessible to them. Yeah. Yeah. And does it take long? Is it made in the UK? It, it is. is right now. Yeah. Okay. And does it take longer to make a product that is sustainable than it would be for like fast fashion. Yes, so because of the organic cotton, yeah. uh, that's what's right now. Our sets and our tees are made from organic cotton, and that whole process of knitting the fabric, whereas conventional cotton, I think they, I don't know how long it takes, but it's a quick, it's a quick turnaround. And always the initial. And more, it, that's more accessible. Yeah. And the initial part is the part that takes the longest. So going through the sampling process um, takes a little bit of time. Once you have that pattern, you can... Do, I mean, we have to... We do a sample every time just to yeah. make sure that we're happy with what's coming. But but um, also, too, I think the longest part, though, is the fabrics. Yeah. And the fabrics are all contingent on the demand. Yeah. So what's demanded right now is using conventional cotton or plastic single-use plastic so whereas it's actually really difficult to get organic cotton because people aren't aren't demanding aren't it demanding it so does that make sense yes so, so does that make it hard for you when you want to relaunch you know a collection it just makes it longer it makes it longer okay. yeah. it's a slow process it's a slow process but again but like, you're doing good things which is well we we purposefully wanted to make this a slow process and we actually work really quite well with like a pre-order model for our sets as well so that we're not ever overproducing stock so we'll put when we know a, a a timeline for a new for a restock for example for a new line of production we'll put pre, we'll put up pre-order and then we know okay these are the quantities we have to like we need to go for we'll make additional to make sure that we have stock as well but we've one of the things that that we also always wanted to do was make sure that we're not overproducing stock. So our quantities are really, really small. Our product is really, really focused. We only have a couple of colours and a couple of different styles. Um, is it scalable? Like if, say, you're making, you're doing like 100 orders a week mm-hmm. and then suddenly the demand gets to five, 600 orders mm-hmm. a week, is that manageable or...? It's, we would just have to, we would just up our quantities. But yeah, it's definitely manageable. Yeah. But like Yuli was saying with the pre-order model, and I think our citizens mm-hmm. are like happy with that and patient enough to wait for it because I think they're so connected with the brand that we'd be able to do the, yeah. the pre-order model as well with it. So it, it and makes it's a, it scalable. And I think it's a product that people are happy that, okay, I've ordered it today. In a month's time, I'm still going to want it. You know, it, I'm still going to want to wear this. It's still relevant. It's not necessarily uber trend-led. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what was your inspiration behind the, ba- uh, the brand? Well, when we spoke about the brand, we really started working backwards because... The idea is over time that we build a capsule wardrobe of 
all items that are wardrobe essentials in someone's in someone's life basically and we decided to bring one product out at a time to make it manageable for ourselves to obviously limit like the costs to us and you know we didn't know where the brand was going at the time or what was going to happen so we started with the teas um we it, it was the the easiest thing i guess for us to start with yeah, yeah. um and it was like okay well this actually a t-shirt a really good quality t-shirt is a first wardrobe staple that 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 people have in their wardrobes that start there and then that allowed us to then fund our sets and at the time we were still going through covid there were still lockdowns happening here there and everywhere so like okay right now this is an essential part of everyone's wardrobes, like a really good fitting... Yeah, loungewear. I mean, like it's... really good fitting loungewear, really good quality loungewear that you want to be comfortable with in at home, but also that you're happy to like go out and, you know, go for like your walk-in or go to get like coffee in or spend or... um, So that then naturally became the second product that we make. And I mean, we've got plans for like other products yeah, as well, we but the sets did so well. The sets... Yeah, they've really taken up a lot of yeah. our time, which has been wonderful. Yeah. Um, but like you were saying, because it, there is a longer process for creating the new collection. Mm-hmm. You just have we have to be really patient yeah. with it. And you know but, what? Also, we wanted to we did we we wanted to get it out there as well. So yeah. it's like okay, starting with the basics first, and then you can get into more of like the technical the product that requires a lot more technical knowledge and and realistically is going to be more expensive for us to make. Yeah. And right now we're really fortunate that the way we've set up our business model is that, you know, it kind of funds itself. And has there been like a proud moment? Because obviously I follow your Instagram and I see the amazing people that are wearing your stuff, which is like so cool. But what has been like one of the moments when you're like, wow. Oh my God, there's so many. I I mean, it still makes me giddy. There's so many. I feel like so many and I think they still happen like every day. I don't know. Our first sellout, I think, well, firstly, the first proud moment was for me, I was like, oh, like we actually did this. Like we launched a brand and we created it and people are buying it and people are what, loving it that, and oh the, just in general just like in just general, in general yeah. the brand and we had such a we were really lucky that we I mean w- that we received such a good response from people being an unknown brand with just one product to start with and I think that that you know the messaging behind the brand is is the reason for that yeah. And so many people want to get on board, especially, you know, famous people want to get on board with sustainable, eco-friendly brands anyway. Yes. So it, it's quite nice to see them wearing your your garments. Like I still... I mean, do you know what, actually? I, I mean, I've loved every single person that's well-known that, that has, you know, tagged us or that we've seen wearing them. But my one of my biggest, like, oh, my God moments was when I saw a girl... I was walking through oh, yeah. St. Pancras to get the train back home and I saw a girl like just walking through the train station with our stone set on and I was like oh my god Maria like I posted Maria's train I was like there's this random girl and I just saw her wearing our set like I don't know where she's going she was like did you go say hi I was like no obviously I didn't yeah no that is cool so when you see people that you kind of don't know around for me that was that was kind of the moment where I was like oh my god how crazy yeah not just a friend yeah um 
And what about I your... mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have to say it. Say it. It's going to be that Kendall Jenner and Kourtney Kardashian <laughs> have our set. I mean, that's pretty epic, isn't that it? That is absolutely 100% epic. Yeah. I mean, if you know me, you know I'm a Kim Kardashian fan. And <laughs> that, like, I still... It still gives me butterflies today. Yeah. And love, we love Lucy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, those little moments. But I have to say, any time it happens, like... Even just seeing people repost in yeah. our set, like you get excited, don't yeah. you? You just, it's, I don't know, it's a really, it's a the good first, feeling. The first sellout for us, I think, was like the yeah. biggest thing. Um, I remember we had um, a really well known presenter, like tag us, not even tag us, she responded to someone's comment on her post asking where her tracksuit was from. So she didn't even tag us in the post. And I remember waking up that morning. And I picked the first thing I did, like, like I picked up my phone and I just saw all of these um, like notifications from our website, all these notifications from our chat function, all of these Instagram notifications. And I was like, oh, what's happening here? And in my head, I was like, oh, someone's tried to place an order and, you know, it, it's told them that it's failed, but it's actually like made it's placed loads of times. And then I saw all of the like our chat. Um, like function notifications I was like oh that person's now really angry because they've placed like, <laughs> a million orders and we've like taken all this money from them <laughs> and then I opened Instagram and we had like all these new followers I opened Shopify and it was like all of these new orders and I was like Maria what is happening and I had no idea what was happening and then a friend sent me like a screenshot of the person where and I was like Oh my god! I was beside myself. I did not know what to do. We were like freaking out. Like we need. We don't have any more stock left. Like (laughs) this is my birthday too. Oh nice. And yeah, nice. But I was stay. We were staying in London for the weekend with the girls, and all I needed was my computer. I was like, (laughs) we need to put pre order on. We need to put pre order on. (laughs) But yeah. So how many garments is that when you when you launch a collection to sell out? How many? Is 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 we that? usually we usually make two hundred of each color. Two hundred of each color. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, it's wow. about so that's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a minimum quantity. Like, yeah. but that's what we. Yeah, we usually make two hundred of each, and then we know that it's, if that then sells out. I mean, to be honest, like I'd I'd rather be sold out. Yeah. Like I love being I love being sold out, yeah. and I think it's a really nice way for us to the pre-order model is a really nice way for us to not have any stock waste or like stock sitting around um and it's self-funded as well so you have to take that into account you know you haven't got any investors no no yet and we both still have (laughs) full-time jobs as well like other careers so yeah this is our side hustle (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah, I remember that day. I, I, I just remember my thought process being like, oh, someone's really angry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it just shows you how the brain works. Yeah. Like, you immediately think the bad when really yeah. it's, like, such a good thing. Yeah. And we just need to be more like that always, don't yeah. we? Okay, so what is next for Conscious Citizen? Are you launching a new collection this year? Can, um, you know, your followers, your listeners be looking forward to maybe a a different kind of product um, to yeah. come out? Um, yes. So we have a new colour coming out firstly in our sets, first and foremost. Can you share? It is... Go check out our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> at Conscious Citizen World. Um, but it's going to be a really nice spring colour and we're going to do it in 
the a set in a short because it will be for spring summer as well as in the joggers and then for a long time now we've been working on our basics collection yeah yeah which is i'm really excited for that so excited and would you like to collab with another brand or maybe i don't know a famous celebrity or is that something that maybe in the future you'll be looking towards? Do you know what? I think the beauty of Conscious Citizen is that it's really evolved really, really naturally. Like we have been open, you know, we one thing has happened that has led us to something else or somebody introducing us to somebody that has like led us on to the next thing. And I think both you and I are so open to, I mean, we have a plan and we've got our vision, but we're so open to opportunities and to be yeah. able to like switch direction. And I think that's really been like a main reason for its for its growth. That we're like, okay, this is a great opportunity. Let's go with it. Like, yeah, I think like you said, thing. is we're very strategic in what direction we're going and where we want to go, but at the same time, we're still super present and intuitive mm-hmm. with the brand and like, I think just as people, mm-hmm. and so I think that's what makes conscious citizen what it is. And that really helps guide us to what's right. Because, like, say, for example, with our sets, our new color set coming out, we have a specific date that works for everyone mm-hmm. for the photo shoot, right? <laughs> Except for the studio. Apart from the location. Except yeah. for the studio. And we could not find it. And then I was like, should we change the date? And Yulia's like, no, let's keep it. We're going to keep it. Today, we get the message the studio is now available. Like... It was meant to be. Yeah. So just things so, like that. And you kind of have to just trust that the universe is going to guide you in the right direction. Yeah. And I always say make a plan and that will allow you to be flexible. And I, I think that. that's kind of what we've, that's, yeah. that's sort of how we go. That's how we go. That is yeah. that, absolutely yeah. how we go. And trust the process. And trust, the, trust process. the process. Yeah. And you know, if something comes our way, we'll like, we'll sit on it. We'll discuss it. If it feels right we'll do it if it doesn't quite feel right at the time and we have questions about it we won't do it we're like do you know what actually put a pin in that for now because what's more important to us um but i'm i like i love the fact that it's taken such just a natural progression journey absolutely yeah okay so we've spoken about your friendship Mm -hmm. your backgrounds like a bit more about the brand and how how you produce the brand and you know the sustainability and why do you think it's important to share your story well we went back and forth with this quite a lot actually we did we? we did because we're like i mean about our personal story because you know it's like okay does this really matter do do people even care do we care like <laughs> but then we kind of came landed on the fact that i think it that it is important for us to share it. I think just to bring awareness to the power of like teamwork and working together. I think, yeah, yeah, so much more than that of, yeah, I think like women empowerment, right? Yeah. I Um, think there's still such an element in today of where women are pitted against each other and in some form of like strange competition. Whereas actually, you know, you can, you know, there's plenty for every. There's plenty for everyone in the world, and actually, by working together, you can achieve so much more. And that is also a big message in Conscious Citizen that, like, as a collective, if we all take small steps, we can achieve like all of our big. You know, all of our big goals and all of our big visions. Um, mm. And also, too, like 
forgiveness and acceptance yeah. with it, you know, as like relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in, say, with whatever you're trying. So say you're trying to be a bit more like sustainable in life, but like say you mess up, that's okay. Like, but you need to make sure you have that forgiveness and acceptance of like mm-hmm. who you are and understanding. And I think like our story can hopefully inspire people with that in for me forgiveness is for yourself it's not for anybody else because if you're choosing to either beat yourself up about something that you've done wrong or you're choosing to hold on to something that you actually no longer need to hold on to you are actively making your own life harder so like that for me yes you know we've had various conversations before where you know you've spoken to me about you know how it made you feel more at home all of that but actually like that that's for me as well because Mm. by allowing you in by us connecting one look at what it's created but actually like it's given me so much peace as well yeah I think we're we're just happier because of it like I feel at home here now Mm. um because we live in the same area and and I've really found a genuine friend as well Well, and that as well yeah and and you're bound to have, you know, um, similar friends or friends that know mm-hmm. friends. So exactly. there was probably bound to be a time where you guys may have been in the same oh, room yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I always knew there would be. And weirdly, I kind of always knew that we would be. Like, I always knew there'd be a moment where we'd be in the same place. And I knew, I mean, our mutual friends told us well told me definitely over and over again like oh like you guys would actually really get on I'd be like okay that's cool but you know yeah but you just think like oh like why would I be like want to actively be friends with either my partner's new wife or my partner's you know ex-girlfriend like it's not something you just think to do but at the same time why not so that's why I think our message is really profound here is because it's that's okay and that's what we want to get past like to it's everyone. kind of going against the grain of what of being of what i guess just like people expect of you yeah, yeah. and to you know matt i think matt has to like take some credit here oh, as yeah. well because he's been you know really great in accepting our friendship yeah. i mean really comfortable with you know yulia yeah. being around in my head he's like i got rid of you a long time ago why are you at my house <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. it's, it, I think it's a great story. I um, do. And I isn't it, it, you know, you guys are really like each other's cheerleader, which Maria, you yeah. said is a big part of the brand, you know, yeah. empowering other women and, um, you know, it's okay to have a past, mm-hmm. but we're all adult enough to overcome that, move exactly. on and make peace with situations mm-hmm. and, you know, beautiful you, things can evolve. And we'll, yeah, yeah, literally, exactly. beautiful like, things could happen when Conscious Citizen yeah. would not be here if it was yeah. for, if we didn't start a friendship. And I think, like I said before as well, like, that to me is really testament to everything happens for a reason because without that situation, perhaps we wouldn't have known each other, I wouldn't have had this friend in my life that I, like, love and appreciate so much, We wouldn't, and Conscious Citizen wouldn't be here if yeah. that didn't happen, so... You know, it all works out for the best eventually. It does. Everything yeah. happens for a reason. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so thank much, Robin. Thank you so much Robin. for talking to us, Robin. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you for having me on. It's been so nice to chat to you a bit more about the brand. I've learned a lot more, and um, it's so nice to actually hear your side of the story of how you became friends. 
Uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Conscious Citizen World.